Hello, Sola Travelers. This is the third episode of season two of the Sola Traveler podcast. And I just want to take a moment to thank everyone who has subscribed here or followed me on Instagram. We are really building a community. And more than that, we are all learning from one another about our fears, joys, and experiences. Now, if you're just joining, season one is where you'll find all the practical tools you need uh, to start your solar travels. All the good stuff about safety, community, and developing skills like learning a new language or finding your tribe, wherever you may roam. But season two is a little different this time around uh, in that the episodes are going to be shorter. And I think the last two were about 12 minutes. So definitely listen to those. Uh, And I'm going to start having some fun with some personal stories from my journeys. So remember, if you like what you hear, hit subscribe and follow me on Instagram at the underscore Sola underscore Traveler and stay tuned for the good things to come. Uh, On the last episode, I talked about my experience with curiosity in a dark alley in Nashville, Tennessee. That was an incredible time that took me on an adventure I'll never forget. Uh, But as often happens on solo travels, the people I met that weekend weren't around for much longer. They stayed in the category of people I met on a solo outing in my travels to Nashville. But sometimes life brings us together with soulmates. In the episode Finding Your Tribe from season one, I talk about the friends you will make on your solo journeys uh, who will be with you forever. No matter how far away you are or how few times in a lifetime you see one another, you'll always share a special experience that the people who you come into contact with day to day just won't understand in the same way. But in this episode, I'm talking about a different kind of soulmate, a lover, a lover at first sight, actually, who as of a week ago became my husband. Uh, It was a rainy night in Mexico City. I was in the middle of the pandemic and I was there uh, to visit my friends and family and get a change of scenery from sunny but boring San Diego. And I often say the best thing about San Diego is Mexico and it's true. Once you cross over the CBX bridge at San Isidro to the Tijuana airport, you can be anywhere in Mexico in just a few hours and you're flying on national Mexican airlines so you're getting great deals. Um, and it's safe and clean and you're, you're just on your way. So I hope someone gets to take advantage of CBX. Um, and when I moved back to San Diego from Washington, D.C., I started to use it very frequently. And this time it was a bit of a special occasion. I was starting to feel the cabin fever of the pandemic. And the city of literally 22 billion people, Mexico City, was eerily quiet. There was no traffic coming from the airport. There was no music in the streets. Just the quiet nights accompanied by torrential rain and the occasional mezcal, uh, but really not a whole lot going on. And I think everyone was starting to feel that, that loneliness. So I called my friend Tracy um, from my, my apartment and I was complaining to her about some guy who had stood me up and... Tracy is really the most amazing woman when it comes to advice. She was in human resources at Tony Robbins and Deepak Chopra. 
and she currently helps lonely bachelors find their kindred spirits as a matchmaker. Um, and Tracy also knew during the pandemic how hard it was for people to get out there and meet someone. But thankfully that night, she wasn't taking no from me for an answer. Uh, she pushed me to put on a new dress, grab an umbrella and go for a walk. And so I had no choice, so I did. Um, I had met the owner of a little taco shop down the street, strolling by one day. And I think he was hitting on me, but I, I can't be sure. I think everyone's hitting on me, though. But nothing ever came of it, and I ended up just enjoying the company of what I decided was going to be my new bar, like my place to go where everyone knew my name. Uh, and the waiters were kind, and the manager was an actor by day and, uh, you know, a manager by night, but he always made me feel at home. And so that's where I went. So a little background context. I was getting bitter, I think, after so many years of crappy dates and disappointing lovers. Uh, I just didn't find anyone who I thought was tough enough for me, for my lifestyle, for my opinions, for my mind, for my heart, just couldn't find someone who wanted to do more than connect on a very superficial level. Um, but that wasn't why I went out sola that night. I went out sola to learn about other people and to show myself that even if I didn't have a date, I certainly didn't have to stay home. So I put on this new dress. It's like this bodycon mesh see-through number with a yin on one side and a yang on the other and a splash of perfume and some boots, and I walked down to Chico Julio, which is the name of the taqueria. And the manager brought me a mezcal to accompany my cauliflower taco, and then another mezcal, and then my all-time favorite in Mexico City, which is a, a carajillo, which is a mixture of uh, liqueur 43 and coffee. So you're like really wired <laughs> at that stage, um, but you have to try it. And then this friend of the manager showed up, just some guy in an old Hawaiian shirt and some jeans who looked like he had just got off a plane. <laughs> and we started talking and he was a film and commercial producer and it turned out he did actually just get off a plane. Um, and we didn't talk much at first, mostly just watched other regulars come by and do their thing and like try and get a laugh out of people in a little late night company. And, you know, we were doing that too, but we weren't showing off. He was really quiet, actually, but I felt like we understood each other immediately. Like, they have to be a joke, you know? And it was getting late, and the stranger who just got off a plane asked, so should we, you know, keep going? And... I don't know why I was a bit taken, I think, by him already. And I said, yes, definitely. What, what do you have in mind? So we ended up in the historic centro of Mexico City in a large square called Garibaldi. And if you want mariachi and a beer, uh, Garibaldi, although a little dodgy at times, is probably the place for you. And if you want something even better, just a few steps off the square, uh, you will find Tropicana, which is a classic vinyl-lined smoke and dry beer-smelling salsa bar with live music on the weekends. So we sat next to each other the whole night, 
We talked to everyone around us but each other. And then somehow, as the night was wrapping up, could just feel the chemistry. Like, we both knew we wanted to be together. And aside from the awkward moment where we had to get the one straggler friend out the way, our first night together was surprisingly natural. I think a hundred thousand beautiful, painful, surprising things have happened since then, uh, all the way to our the day of our wedding last week. But just imagine if I hadn't gone out that night. Uh, just imagine if I had stayed home wallowing in my misery or feeling like I shouldn't be going out alone because how pathetic I'll look, you know, picking up guys <laughs> in, a, in a bar. But all of those negative things I was telling myself Really, if I had stayed at home wallowing in my misery, who knows if I would have ever met the one for me? Who knows where we would be now? So, my solo travelers, I encourage you not to stay at home, to go get that meal alone, to go get that drink on a rainy night when you feel a little awkward, but life is happening for you one day at a time. And you just don't know who you're going to meet. So, again, I hope you'll follow the Soul at Traveler on Instagram. Subscribe here to this podcast. And send me a message at thesoulatraveler at gmail.com. You can find me there. And we can have a little chat if you're looking for any information about upcoming trips um, or just want to chat.